Welcome to the Taxol Podcast, where Taxol investing is made easy. My name is Casey Dimon. I'm a tax sell veteran. I am the leading tax sell expert. I'm the author of the Tax Sell Playbook, founder of the Tax Sell Academy, and I am your host right here on the Tax Sell Podcast. As always, this episode is completely free and is brought to you through and because of the Tax Sell Academy, which you can find at taxsellacademy.com. Today, I want to discuss something that has had a tremendous impact on my career as an investor, and that is learning from others, not necessarily mentors or coaches or anything like that, but simply learning from other tax sell investors from afar. Now, if you've read my story, you know that this is something that actually got me into this business in the first place. I write about it in Tax Sell Playbook, but I started out as a real estate agent. I was selling real estate. Now, I was just 18 years old, so nobody would trust me to list their house with them. So I resorted to the cheap stuff, right? The cheap, vacant lots. And what I did is I would send out thousands and thousands of postcards telling people I would sell their land for them. This required me to research county records in order to get the addresses of the owners to send those postcards to. Now, as I was sending out all these postcards, I looked for the same name multiple times so I would not send them duplicates and essentially waste money. Eventually, however, I began to recognize a handful of names. I saw those same names over and over and over again, and they were people that own multiple properties, we're talking dozens or hundreds of properties. So I did a little bit of research on them. I realized that these were the people in town who owned a lot of real estate. They belonged to the country clubs and had all the fancy cars, right? A couple even had airplanes. Now, I was 18 years old at the time, and I thought that was the coolest thing in the world. I was very impressionable at the time, as most 18-year-olds are. But I dug into the records further, and I realized that most of these folks were very heavily involved in tax sales. Long story short, that is what led me to my involvement in this business. And once I got started going to tax sales, I began to recognize some of those same names, and eventually I was able to put those names with faces, and I continued to learn from those investors. Now, before we continue, I never want you to think that you should copy anybody. Every single investor has their own way of doing things. And what you see with the outer workings of somebody's business might not be indicative of what is going on when it comes to the inside operation of their business. I remember getting really frustrated one time at an auction when this younger woman, very professionally dressed, kept buying tax lien after tax lien. We're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of tax liens in one specific county at this auction. And I kept wondering, how in the world does somebody that young have so much cash they're willing to spend? Well, she didn't but she worked for a large institutional investor who did. So it's very important to learn from others, but understand you are only seeing a small piece of their puzzle. All right, one thing that I recommend is that you do a lot of research when it comes to the tax sell results in your area. Spend quite a bit of time doing it if you need to. Not only will this allow you to figure out what is selling in that area, what the prices are, and how much the typical margins are, but it'll also allow you to put some names with the big investors in that area. 
In some cases, the county will also list the name of the winning bidders directly on their auction list. In other areas, it might require a little bit more research and you have to cross-reference the parcel number with the deed and eventually you'll find the owner's name. But nonetheless, it's going to be worth it in the long run. Now, once you have the names of the big investors in one area, you can go ahead and start analyzing what they are doing. Again, we are not trying to copy what they're doing, but instead we're trying to learn from them so we can develop our own strategies. And that's one of the key things that you can learn from other investors. What strategies are they utilizing and seeing success with? And perhaps this requires not only research of just the winning bidder, but also maybe their company or the real estate agents that they utilize. What are they doing with the properties that perhaps most other people are not doing? Are they holding them? Are they renting them? Are they flipping them right away? What type of profit margins are they getting on the properties? How are they marketing these properties? Are they doing anything out of the ordinary that catches your attention? Do you perhaps know anybody that knows them and maybe you could pick their brains to learn something new? That's one of the coolest things about this business is strategy. Seeing what others are doing and applying bits and pieces of their business into my business has been invaluable to me. Even if you spend hours and hours researching one person in one area, but you get just one little tiny nugget of information that you can apply to your business, then it will certainly have been worth it. Let me give you a few examples. There's one gentleman not too far away that buys nothing but mobile home lots out in the middle of nowhere. They're very, very rural lots that are somewhat undesirable for the most part. That, of course, limits competition and keeps the prices pretty low since that product type is not desirable. Then he takes these lots and he markets these lots to a specific audience that generally wants owner financing. Usually it's offered at something like $100 down, $100 a month at 10% interest. Now over the years, he's accumulated hundreds and hundreds of these lots where he's receiving payments off of. And of course, I'd imagine 10 to 20% of these owner finance deals are probably going to default at some point, which further increase his bottom line. All right, another strategy comes from a member in the Taxel Academy right now who purchases a little bit of everything. But the way he markets the properties is what sets him apart. He's a very capable website builder and internet marketer. And his website for his properties reads more like an e-commerce store than a real estate website. You simply log into his website, you browse the listings until you find a property that you like. You select the correct bubbles as if you're picking your sizes for your shirts, but you do it for payment options. You input your information, you put money down to hold the property, and you click submit. And then he has a VA or a virtual assistant that will send the final details to the buyer, including wiring info, contract, stuff like that, and it's all done. Zero communication between the actual investor and the buyer. A very seamless process which allows him to go through properties in bulk. Another example is another member of the academy that has a family member in the mobile home business. So what he will do is he'll actually buy mobile home lots for cheap at tax sales. Then he partners with his family member to bring and install a mobile home onto the property and they sell it as a package and they split the profits. Now those are just three strategies used by folks that I know. When we look at all the different areas that we invest in, we can certainly come up with a lot of more strategies 
that could help us increase our bottom line. Something else to note is that strategies can and do change from time to time. For many, many years, I did nothing but buy cheap vacant land. And then one year I changed course and I bought 40 or 50 houses simply because the opportunity that I had at the time. And then I went to larger stuff, acreage tracks, subdivisions, commercial properties, that kind of thing. Then went back to lots for about six months or so. So not every investor is a pick one strategy and stick to it for the rest of your life type investor. But when I look at the investors who have true longevity and true success in this business, there's always something that we can learn, even if it's not our style or something that might not even work for us. But we can still apply it in some manner to what we are doing with our tax sale business. This is an incredible business with opportunities that are near limitless. There is hundreds or even thousands of different ways for you to make money as a tax sale investor when you account for all of the different angles. The investors who have that long-term sustainable success are the ones who have sought out strategies that work best for them. So I highly suggest that you take a little bit of time, do some research, do some digging, find out what has worked for the most successful investors in your area that have achieved that long-term success that most of us desire, and then decide if there's just a nugget of information or something that they do that you can apply to your own business. Tax sale investing, it's a very simple business, right? It's buying and selling real estate. But the long-term sustainability, the ultra-successful investors, they're the ones that take that simple formula of buying and selling, and they add just a piece here and a piece there, and eventually they've got tremendous businesses. It's just a matter for you to go out and find the piece of the puzzle that can help you have a long-term sustainable business. Hopefully this episode has helped to provide some strategy on how you can dive into other investors' businesses to see what's working for them and how you can apply it to your own tax sale business. If this episode has helped you at all or if any of our episodes here on the Tax Sale Podcast have helped, please do us a huge favor and leave some positive feedback on whatever podcasting platform you are listening to us on right now. For more information on strategies for success as a tax sale investor, just visit TaxLawAcademy.com where we teach all about this and so much more inside the Academy. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. We'll see you next time right here on the Taxel Podcast. Take care. Bye-bye.